0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The World Cup has officially kicked off. Night one, done and dusted behind us and some huge results. England absolutely giving it to Samoa, 62-6. I don't think anyone could have possibly seen that one coming. I know that I definitely didn't. I have 100% underestimated this English side. We'll talk about them in a minute. And of course, the Kangaroos, 42 points to eight over Fiji, the Fiji Bati, uh, Not the greatest game by the Kangaroos by any means, but, uh, you know, once again, we always say they did what they were meant to do. They had a, a big win, 42-8 to eight, uh, is a big win. Uh, so they did what they had to do. It sort of is what it is, that game. But let's talk about that first game. we 60 points to six, England over Samoa. Uh, it should be noted that it was 2-0 after 20 minutes. So, you know, for the last 60 minutes, they essentially scored a point a minute, and... From the seventy eighth, sorry, from the sixty eighth minute onwards. Um, so in the last twelve minutes, England won that period twenty eight nil. So we'll talk about more about what this means for Samoa probably tomorrow, but. It'll be interesting to see if they're able to recover from this. I wonder if this was a message that they were sending to Matt Parrish. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull themselves back together after this. I assume they've got a couple more easier games coming their way. Uh, but when they, if they do get to the quarterfinals or whatever it might be, there is no doubt in my mind whatsoever that this sort of a loss is going to have an impact on Samoa for the rest of this World Cup. So very interesting to see how they respond. Uh, pretty, pretty disappointing when you consider, you know, the forward pack that they had in this game. It was one of the best you could assemble in the world. I'll just read you through the forward pack that Samoa had. Papali, Junior Bolo, Jaden Seward, Joshua Allee, Braden Hamlin-Welle, Spencer Leanu, Martin Tepao, I mean, very, very strong side. England absolutely gave it to them. They monstered them through the middle. And I have really underestimated this English side. It looks that way at the moment. Um, There's an argument that Samoa were just poor. But I personally just thought England were... I mean, Samoa were poor, don't get me wrong. But I thought England played really well. I thought their forwards were sensational. Tom Burgess, Chris Hillgood games. Uh, I thought Victor Radley was great as well. He was very, very impressive. Uh, he obviously played a little bit of lock, a little bit of hooker as well towards the back end. Uh, a very good performance all round by the English side and uh, makes this World Cup very exciting because we quite often sit here during a World Cup and, during a Rugby League World Cup anyway, and everything goes to plan. Everything goes to plan. Essentially, there might be one or two upsets, but they're never, you know, they're close games. They're, everything sort of goes to plan. The vast majority of favourites win. Um, the team, especially the teams that we think are, you know, the top four teams or so, it all sort of goes to plan. For this For this sort of an upset in the first game, is massive. And, you know, we, we said in our, in our uh, black book and in our preview that we thought there was a bit of value in England at $2. I think they were $2.20. They we were talking about it last week on Bloke, they were a little bit surprised that England uh, were that far out as they were the home nation and whatnot. But I still thought Samoa would win 100%. Uh, so for England to come out and do what they did there, very, very impressive. As I said, I thought Victor Radley, he was sensational. He looked really, really good in this one. Uh, but there's no, there's no doubting who the star of this one was. Uh, Jack Welsby. Uh, very, very impressive. Now I haven't seen too much of Wellesby as I always say to you guys. I don't watch as much Super League as what I would like to. I just don't have time for it. Um, Twenty-one years old, this kid, and I, I thought he looked really, really good. Uh, he's a little bit unorthodox the way that he sort of ball plays and stuff, but fuck it, is effective. Good God, and. When you have a look, as I said, it was 2-0 after about 20 minutes. And then by the 30th minute, I mean, that 10-minute period, he had scored a try uh, and he'd laid on another two with two brilliant pass- passes to Dominic Young, uh, who scored, scored one solo try, which I highly advise you go and have a look at. Incredible stuff. A great ball from Jack Welsby, though. Uh, and their first try he, of course, scored. Got off the back of some really good work from, I think it was Sammy Tompkins and George Williams. Uh, so Welsby. Very young, 21. I would have assumed just from watching him today he was a little bit older than that. So very, very impressive. I'm not sure which club Jack Wellsby comes from to be perfectly honest. As I said, I haven't really seen too much of him but he's a guy that I'm very, very keen to keep a close eye on in this competition uh, the further that we go and I'd be very keen to see if at some point he potentially does come out to the NRL. Uh, and look, it is obviously game one. I understand that. I get that. Uh, but you can only go off what we've seen so far. And fuck, England were very, very impressive. I'm I, I'm blown away with how much they won by and just how dominant they were. Uh, it was 2-0 after about 20-odd minutes. Uh, reasonably close, I guess. I still thought England was the better side during that period. And then the points... They just exploded. And Samoa, they they just couldn't. They had no answer. No answer whatsoever. Um, Dom Young, I, saw, I said he scored an absolute cracker of a, a Wellsby pass. Just going through my notes here. Uh, Ten minutes from, from Wellesby was unbelievable. He did try an intercept to Isaac Tungo. Uh, another play, though, where, in my opinion, Samoa were in absolute disarray. Uh, Isaac just went all in on that, on that intercept. Uh, thankfully, he came up with it. But when you take an intercept sort of out of the blue when your team's Their their defence is all over the place. I mean, it it only just took a different string that Wellsby had to pull on that play, and they are away again. So... Credit to uh, Isaac Tungo for coming up with that play in that moment. But Samoa, once again, completely fucked on that play. And for them to score six points in that game, in the opening game, they've had all this time to prepare for it. They've got all these NRL boys, all this talent. For them to only come up with six points and a B off an intercept, uh, very disappointing. And an intercept as well where you could probably blame it on the English halfback realistically because he had them beat in, in all sorts. Just pulled the wrong string there. Uh, but that's going to happen sometimes. But for Samoa, very, very disappointing. Incredibly disappointing. Disappointing. Um, after that, the second half, Anthony Milford got Symbian, which I thought was fair. It was a pretty late and uh, shitty shot there. We don't want that in our game. Radley, he jumped into Hooker in the second half. Looked okay through, you know, obviously put Tom Burgess over for a nice little try. He, he, he would have got another try, assist to Herbie Farmworth, where, um, and this happens sometimes in rugby league, there was a bit of a miss communication. Radley threw the ball into no man's land and as always happens in rugby league, we see it all the time, as soon as the ball bounces, everyone just sort of shits themselves. They Everyone reacts to that bouncing ball differently and you saw Stephen Crichton, him him really shoot in on the ball and of course bounce the way of Herbie Farmworth to score there. Herbie also almost scored in the opening few minutes, had that one try, they had that try taken off him which was fair. Um, with 12 minutes to go, it was 32 to 6. So 12 minutes to go, was already a smashing and with, in the last 12 Minutes They lost 28 nil They got absolutely smashed in the last 12 minutes, Samoa. So it'll be very interesting to see how they respond to that. We'll talk about it a little bit later in that last 12 minutes. Tries to Burgess, Williams, Elliot Whitehead. I thought Georgie Williams had a really strong game as well, as did uh, Sam Tompkins. So, plenty of positives to take out of that game for England. Obviously, not many to take out for Samoa. I believe Tyrone May, he also got injured in that one. I think he's already in hospital. Uh, But Jack Wellesby, he was the star of the show in Game 1 for England. A very, very impressive performance. And I think I've got to uh, recalculate my thoughts on this English team uh, and how they're going to go at this World Cup because... As I said, I don't get to watch too much Super League, so I probably don't have the greatest understanding of a lot of these guys, and uh, I was not expecting that performance from England. So this is what makes it such a great World Cup, though. As I said off the start, a lot of the time, everything goes to plan, uh, and we know exactly what's going to happen, not many upsets. This was an upset, and it was an absolute smashing as well, and one of the more underappreciated teams Obviously by myself, but I think from people in general, uh, this English side, they are going to be a handful. So very, very keen to watch how it unfolds for them over this World Cup. And hopefully they can continue to be successful because it would be great as it is in England. It would be super exciting. Um, let's have a look at the second game. The Kangaroos, 42-8 to over Fiji. Um, sort of what we expected. We, uh, As we've said a few times now, everything's sort of going to plan and whatnot. 42-8. to um, I didn't think Fiji were too bad, to be honest with you. Coming against the might of the Kangaroos, always a very, very tough gig. Fiji with a, a, a lot of guys that haven't played a heap of footy together and whatnot, are like, for example, our boy Josh Wong, he was a debutant in the back row, so they're missing guys there. They're missing, you know, both Saifidis. They're missing Tariq Sims. Unfortunately, they're going to be missing them for the entire World Cup, though, so it does make it tough. Uh, but I don't think anyone had Fiji beating the Kangaroos. So This one sort of went as planned, realistically. Uh, so 42-8, to eight, I thought for the Kangaroos, Cam Munster was great. He got man of the match. I probably would have gone Harry Grant, to be honest with you. Uh, Harry Grant came on and he kicked a 40-20 and then he set up, a, he scored a try uh, just a minute later. And it was, um, it, I think it was about 24-6 to six at that point or 24-4, to four, something along those lines. The game was probably already done, but once Harry Grant got on the field, uh, the Kangaroos really started to blow them away at that point. Should be noted, Harry Grant, we mentioned it on Instagram a little bit earlier today. You might not have seen it though because it was up pretty early. Early, Harry Grant has now scored a try in his Queensland Maroons debut, his Kangaroos debut, and he didn't score a try in his NRL debut. He came off the bench for the Melbourne Storm in one game in 2018, one game in 2019. 2020, though, he arrived at the West Tigers and his first starting game at Hooker in the NRL. He scored a try there. So if you want to take out those two bench games where he got a couple of minutes uh, in 18 and 19, if you want to include that starting game as his NRL debut, pretty crazy that he has scored. A try in uh, in his first, you know, his first NRL game, his first State of Origin game, and his first Kangaroos game uh, for a winger. You know, impressive but not crazy uh, for a hooker. Pretty fucking wild. I know that when I spoke to Gerard Yalye, he had done the same thing. Kangaroos, Queensland and club. He scored a debut in all of them. Uh, And Harry Grant's done very similar. Not exactly his NRL debut, and I can hear people getting angry and upset about that. Weirdly irrational about it. But uh, pretty impressive from Harry Grant. He has got a huge career. Ahead of him. As I said, Cam Munster was really good. Uh, I thought the forwards did a good job. I, I thought Ruben Re- Cotter was really good as well until he got uh, knocked out. He was looking good up until that point. Um, it's a bit hard to go into too much detail uh, with this game, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, it just was what it was. It was, as it was planned, what we expected. So, um, yeah, look, Fiji, plenty of positives to take out of it. Obviously, our boy Josh Wong came up with a couple of uh, unfortunate defensive reads, but you would be crazy crazy to judge a guy on his um, on his debut in professional rugby league, essentially, uh, going up against the Kangaroos. Very, very tough gig. I thought Angus Crichton and Jeremiah Nanai were very, very impressive for the Kangaroos. Obviously, Isaiah Yo he will return to this team in the lock forward role. So, Cam Murray, he'll probably move to an edge. So, it'll be interesting to see which way Mal Meninga goes there. I personally would probably go for Angus. Uh, I thought he was great. I also thought Jeremiah Nan- Nanai was very good, but I would have had Angus Crichton just in front of him and be keen to see if nanai manages to land a spot on the bench though for this kangaroo side but yeah a good performance all around kangaroos did what they had to do probably wasn't their most impressive or clinical performance i'm not doubting that at all obviously had a lot of changes and guys jumping on and off the field and whatnot but Still a classy performance against a good Fijian side who will be better the longer they go into this competition. I have no doubt about that. But, yeah, the Kangaroos just doing what the Kangaroos are meant to do, winning a game against uh, a slightly lesser nation by rugby league standards uh, in a big win. So not much to read into, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought Josh he was really strong. Um, obviously didn't get to play State of Origin this year, which which would have really stung him. His first RET game since then, um, outside of the Prime Minister's 13, he started really, 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 well and looks very strong there, scored a couple of cracking tries there, so uh, yeah, all, all positives from the Kangaroos, uh, not their greatest performance, as I said, but they will be better for the run and they will improve as this competition goes on, they will get their best uh, 17 on the field over the next few weeks as well and they'll be ready for finals and hopefully Fiji, uh, they can pull it together and this one doesn't do all that much damage to them, I think they would have seen this coming realistically uh, and then they'll be keen for their next few games.